Welcome to the Talon Brothers Podcast Experience. We need the axe. Where's the hunter? Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Talon Brothers Podcast. My name is Nathan Talon, and with me today, to my right... It's your co-host with the most, Tyler Bourne. Let's talk about some uh, Avengers Endgame. <laughs> Cross from me. <laughs> I'm better than Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> and special guest on the pod. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Luca DeSauce. Boo. <laughs> oh, ouch. Okay. Uh, okay. Fan of the Talent Brothers pod. Had to bring him on for Avengers. And how this episode is going to work is a little uh, different than normal. The news was kind of light, pretty much just Bond stuff, which uh, Ana de Armas is in it, and Rami Malek confirmed the villain, stuff like that. No name yet, so who cares? What it's going to boil down to... Rami Malek's the villain? Yeah. So what it's going to boil down to is just we're going to talk about Avengers Endgame. We're going to start off a spoiler-free review, just go around the uh, round table and give our thoughts, and then we're going to just jump into a spoiler-filled discussion, and we'll make sure to warn you for sure when we enter that in case you guys don't want spoilers. And then you can come back and listen to the uh, podcast once you've watched the movie. Or if you've already seen it, feel free to just listen. Um, I guess I'll start off by saying um, I'm just impressed with like how Marvel handled the... Um, this is like the fruits of their labor is just this movie. They paid homage to the 21 films before it and did justice to the characters that have been around the longest. Um, of course, some of like the smaller Avengers and stuff kind of fall to the wayside, but... The two main ones that you kind of figure this would focus on, it pays off their arcs in, like, like perfect ways. You know, the writing room was, like, hard at work trying to figure out how to get this movie to work, and I think it worked. It has moments that I never thought I would ever see on screen. It was like watching a cartoon or comic book that I watched or read as a kid and see it come to life. And uh, it gave me moments that I will cherish forever. And the experience was amazing and probably probably my number one theater experience but i don't know for sure we had a good crowd me Nate, and luca yeah except for the guy that in the front row was just taking pictures with flash and then there was a guy in the back that just lost something and he just turned on his flashlight and was just, just waving it around. that was for like 10 seconds i know though. but that but still it wasn't yeah, perfect yeah, no, 10, no 10 seconds of annoyance i didn't then, say perfect i said great yeah and then someone rustling a bag next to you that was bad. Other than that, though, like the yeah. people in the back started clapping at everything. Like it wasn't just like at the. But big it was hearts. a great clap. Yeah, was, they were. It was oh, awesome. It was a great crowd. Who wants to go next? I'll, I can go. All right, you go. I just want to say, for me, I have always liked the Marvel movies, but I am not a super fanboy for them. Like I could have, when they were coming out in theaters, I could have cared less uh, if I saw them you in theaters. Could have or couldn't have cared less. I couldn't have cared less. There you go. Um, so like, for example, like, uh, what is it? The winter soldier and stuff I didn't see in theaters, like for example, but I have to say sitting in that theater last night, I had so, I had a blast. It was amazing besides the air conditioning going out in our theater and me sweating and having a stroke, but that's besides the point. I felt like I was watching a piece of film history unfold before my eyes because there's not many other franchises and universes that will be built up to the enormity that is. I don't the think Marvel. anything. Yeah, will I don't be. think it. And we have to assume, even it. Let's let's give them the benefit of the doubt. We give it 15 more years for like the superhero trend. 
there's no way that we get another universe like Marvel and the way the perfect buildup that they had, in my opinion. I think I don't know how you could execute it any better than the well, way they if, did the 22 movie plan or whatever it was. Well, what if we have 10 years and then we're saying goodbye to like uh, Black Panther and Spider Man? It just, I don't think it'll be the same because we started watching this when we were 10, 11, 12 yeah. years old. So now seeing. Black Panther when I'm older and have a lot different taste in movies and stuff. It's just like I'm never going to be as attached to all these new characters as I was to those original. Yeah. But I and I don't know how long they're going to wait to drop another Avengers-esque movie. Yeah, or even just like after Spider-Man wins the next movie. Did they say next year or did they say they're skipping a year? I don't know. I, re- I really hope they uh, take a break for a while after this one. Mm-hmm. But let's save that. Luca, what are your thoughts on the movie? You know, I, I kind of went in with Honestly, I went in with low expectations. You know, I thought it was going to be good, but, I mean, there's a lot of good movies coming out this year. There's obviously Episode Nine, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I've watched all the the Marvel movies, um, and I just, for me, I know that Far From Home is coming out. It just didn't really feel like the end for me. So, was I going to, I loved Infinity War. I've seen all the other ones. Of course, I was going to see this, and I thought I was really going to enjoy it, but... It was, I'm not the same person today. (laughs) I went in expecting, okay, I bet there's going to be a sweet battle at the end. I'm going to turn into a six-year-old. I was completely wrong. I turned into a fucking baby, and I was bawling (laughs) a hundred times. Like, it, everything just, I was totally blown away. Everything clicked for you. Everything. Mm -hmm. Almost. I mean, obviously, it's not a perfect movie, but Jesus. How hard an experience. How hard is it to direct a movie like that? God. How many like everyone's in that movie? As hard as you think. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many moving parts, and I don't think it's stalled one time for me. Oh yeah, I, they have all the it, moving parts nailed out before they start. It's not like they're trying to direct everything while they're writing the script. I know, but they're directing oh, the way a three-hour movie flows. Yeah, each scene to scene. Thought, what? Where do you go next? They directed it perfectly, and with that many characters, it's tough. Just like on the same enormity of Game of Thrones throughout the first five seasons, where you're jumping around to different cities every twenty-five minutes. All right. What? <laughs> no, I agree. Like the pacing was, I thought was excellent. Yeah. By the time it got to the end, like you were saying before we started recording, by the time it got to the end, I was like, "Holy crap! It's been three hours already." Mm-hmm. Like if I think if. I don't know. It's hard to compare like to other movies, but like, I could. What do you do? <laughs> I have my water lock on my watch, so I turn it off. <laughs> All right, what's your thoughts, Tyler? Um, I mean, I absolutely loved it. I think that this is a really special movie. I don't think anything will ever top this opening weekend box office that it's going to make. I mean, to see something where everybody in the theater wanted to see the same thing i mean the cheers there was so much clapping and cheering throughout the whole movie and normally in anything else if i was watching you know hobbs and shaw and everyone's clapping i'm angry i'm gonna shoot somebody like get out of here get out of my theater (laughs) jesus but rough what's your problem (laughs) are you okay Um, just to (laughs) be talk about something else (laughs) no to be a part of that experience was really special and uh there were some moments in that movie that I don't think will ever be topped in anything I ever see. Not because it's the best technical yeah. quality, but just sure. we've the been following this payoff. for 11 years through 20-plus movies, and 
they could not have made the payoff better. It was special to watch, and I teared up. I'm getting chills thinking about some of these scenes right now. Little I mean, gooseys on I your I can't army. wait to see the movie again. I can't wait to take my dad. I can't wait to take my girlfriend. And it's not like they're Take your fans, grandma if you can. I just can't wait to like experience this with people, like my friends and family. I mean, it, it was it was a magnificent movie, and I can't wait to see it again. Yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna be like you were saying it before the movie even started, where it's like we're gonna we're gonna look back, and then people like how our parents kind of talk about how they saw like Star Wars in the theater the Jaws, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, like we're gonna look back and say like, well, we saw Avengers Endgame in the theater, and it made ten billion. No, I'm gonna look my kids in the eye and say I saw Blade Runner twenty forty nine in theaters. <laughs> I also want to add like I like Luca and some you mentioned. I don't think. It's a perfect movie. Yeah, not every either. aspect works for me, but it was mostly just the experience overall yeah. that makes it yeah. so good. Absolutely. And you can't make a movie more entertaining. Mm-hmm. I mean, the emotion worked, the comedy worked, and the action is unbelievable. And I it's, mean, what more and it's insane how they could, like, the writing for them, like, the characters are still the same characters that, oh, yeah. like, have been there for 21 movies. Yeah. And it's and it's like some even see, better. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, like for sure you see their arcs completed and you see all that stuff, but for it's sure. like none of them felt like like some of the characters were at their best in this movie, which yeah, is insane. Yeah, I mean, I thought everybody brought their A game and I, I even just the B-level characters. Even yeah, even Don Cheed. Yeah, for no, like no joke though. He was great. I, I wasn't totally joking, agree. Nate. I think you were though. I Yeah, you would think that with so many characters some of them might blend together they'd get written the same and no they all feel like they do in their own solo identity movies. yeah and that i mean even captain marvel so she sucked in this too but we'll get into that <laughs> jesus okay does it, are we ready to jump into spoiler talk how ma- yeah how many minutes are we in about 10 so perfect about baby said um so here's your spoiler warning uh if you have not seen endgame this is a movie that you should see to your best knowledge of not knowing anything. Also, do not go look on LaShawn McCoy's Twitter, the football player for the Buffalo Bills. Before we get into spoilers, can I just, I feel like if you haven't seen the movie yet and you've let's say you've seen 18 of the 21 movies or you've only seen a few, I really think that you should invest your time in watching the rest of them yeah. before you watch it. Mm-hmm. Don't ruin that moment for yourself just because I've seen all of them. I really feel like I put the work in, and it paid off. I've never been more satisfied. Yeah. By a why? Movie. Why are you calling I think me satisfaction out? Satisfaction is the best way to describe. This it pays movie. homage to every single movie. Mm-hmm. Every single one is important. There's not one that gets left behind. Mm-hmm. And I think you why have you to watch all of them. Why are you calling me out? I didn't see Dark World. <laughs> How'd that work out for you? Anyway, it was. <laughs> it was honestly no, fine. but like for real, like the more okay, Luca, the more you have, like the more Marvel movie movies you have watched, oh, have... the more you're gonna get from this movie. Yeah, because absolutely. like you said. All the characters, small Easter eggs, major plot points all play into There's the, jokes the whole universe. from movies in the past that yeah. get paid off in this movie. There's Chekhov guns that appear in other movies that don't get paid off until this movie. And then you're like, what the heck? And then it just comes out of nowhere. You're like, yeah, that makes sense. Good job. But yeah, I agree. Okay, it's spoiler time. I can't, I can't wait any longer. Okay, from this point on, if you have not seen the movie... Turn off the podcast. And please go see it before you listen and, to any spoilers. Because but it's please ruin also it. give us a like and write a comment. Yeah. <laughs> and also, at the same time, if you're using the little 15 second skip aheads and you skip over this little portion, you're screwed, baby. Well, I think by this point. Yeah, plus we only have 10 seconds. listeners. So. Actually, <laughs> we're going on 11 because my dad messaged me this morning and said, Hey, what's the what's the name of your friend's podcast? Oh, oh hell yeah. I didn't <laughs> believe it. 
Also, Sweet. I got that's I called got, networking, baby. I got um, a random person, but I'll tell you later to listen to the Game of Thrones podcast. Oh, did you? Yeah, cool. Okay, uh, here we go. Avengers Endgame. Spoiler talk. Spoiler talk. Talon Brothers exclusive, ladies and gentlemen. Talon Brothers with Tyler and Lucas. Talon Brothers uh, we're exclusive. All Talon Brothers. In At this the end of the day, oh, it's just okay. me and Nate riding in the sunset. Let's get it, Nate. <laughs> uh, so how I kind of want to break it down is I'm not going to break it down scene by scene. There's three distinct acts to this movie. And I feel like we should just touch on each act, what we liked about it, special moments that stood out to us. And, I mean, start with act one where it starts with um, kind of the Avengers um, post-snap depression, what their plan is and all that stuff. And I'm just going to throw it, what? Throw it to Nick, I guess. I'll do you one better. I'll start right at the beginning of the movie. I think that the way they started off the movie with Jeremy Renner losing his whole family to uh thanos's snap was very unlucky. well done really unlucky like what's the odds half the universe and his whole family but him <laughs> is gone yeah dude like what's the odds bad for, bad on him but here's the thing it's his fault second off um i just have to say that it was great it got you emotionally attached to infinity war right off the bat so it was like hey remember infinity war yeah let's murder some kids baby let's yeah. get it um yeah and i really liked how they opened it up does anyone want to carry me on this one i think w- the way um all of those scenes played was basically perfect. Like I got emotionally invested into Tony and pepper and their daughter. And, um, even Scott Lang and his daughter, like all those scenes I was watching. I was like, was, Oh man, this was is that second me. act though? No, that's not no, that was on the first. Was it? I, I was just thinking to myself, even cap at the meeting and the, they're talking about what life is like now. And it's like, man, all these scenes are hitting me really well. I really like what they're doing here. Um, I also think that with the five-year time skip that uh, I'm sure you guys all have opinions on, I think that makes Infinity War more impactful. It makes it feel so more too. of its own movie. Because if, 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 if this one took place right after Infinity War, it's like, oh, we like it, they just solved yeah. it too easy. It's yeah. almost like it didn't matter. You know, The exactly. fact that there's five years in between, this it really made it seem like they failed. They failed for five years. Exactly. Like it's been a long time. And it feels like I almost wish Endgame, like Infinity War didn't come out last year and Endgame came out th- two years from now. I think that would have been more satisfying almost because then this, it still does feel like a two-part. Like we saw Infinity War just last year, and now we know, okay, well, everyone's still alive, blah, blah, blah. So it would have been cool but, to actually you know, go along with that. But, yeah, they're not going to do that. Yeah, everyone kind of figured. As soon as Black Panther disappears after it made a billion dollars domestically, yeah. kind of like – Well, I just think this – everyone pitched it as – in the the freaking Marvel Studios, Kevin Feige pitched this as Infinity War Part 1 and 2. And I think with that five-year time, time skip, it really feels like Avengers 3 and Avengers 4. Well, and that's at, why at I, first, I really like that. At first, it was Part 1 and 2, but they made it deliberate to change it from that. So mm-hmm. I think they at, at first, they wanted it to be Part 1 and 2, and they're like, nah, let's separate these movies. So it's like Avengers 3 and 4, yeah. and then it ends on the fourth Avengers. Like, mm-hmm. Which, if... But of course they want their money, and I get it. And they're gonna make a lot of more money as it goes on. But like this is like the end of yeah, the yeah for sure absolutely. I think that they should go by a new name, like maybe like it's gonna sound the stupid, Avengers. But like the the new Avengers or the Young Avengers or something like that, which is what it's like in the comic books. Sure. I think they sh- they should drop the just plain Avengers name from like any of the team up films because it's gonna it'll be fine if they do not drop it, but like it will limit some of that power mm-hmm. that those first four movies have because those are the avengers those oh, are the sure. avengers right there except the second and, one yeah well the <laughs> second, second one had its moment age of ultron. i totally I think didn't mind age of it's ultron. okay i mean I'm just silver just died, i dude. mean but if you take the other three compared to age of ultron <laughs> yeah honestly um but uh 
Yeah, I, the the beginning was great, dropping us right back with the original crew, and even like some of the highlights from like the new people, like Rocket. I'm so I was so happy Rocket was involved somehow. Mm-hmm. But like seeing uh, skinny Iron Man, like malnourished Iron Man, I thought that looked great. And I was I like, I was great. Yeah, I was, I was, like, sh- I was shocked. I was yeah, like, oh yeah, Whoa. they probably used the same stuff that they used for Steve Rogers, except better because it's or, been ten years. It could have been, or he just lost some weight and they shot no. that scene last. No. What did you guys think when of? When they CGI an eye patch on Thor, you really think, <laughs> hey, Downey, can you lose some weight for the movie? That's one thing that I want to get into is I think that Disney uses – they overuse CG, and it's just because it's easier and they can and because it means nothing to them because Avengers is going to make $60 billion. But, like, I'll just throw this out there. It's in the second act, but their time travel helmets on their suits. It was all CG. Why can't they just wear practical helmets? Because it just looks better. I could tell it was CG, so it just bothers me. The de-aging stuff, it's okay. I the, love the, the advanced stuff. aging stuff. Yeah. You know, I'm, that dude, bothered me more. I know you guys didn't like it, but because I could tell it was CG, it just made it me wasn't wish they it, just it, I guarantee on you, Evans, I guarantee that was makeup. Yeah, on Chris Evans, I don't think that's Are CG. Are you guys insane? Uh, we'll bet, see again tonight. I love the, the Chris Evans at the very end. It was CGI. I was. I, cl- I could never prove I was exactly what percentage it. breakdown it is, but makeup team did a hell of a job. Yeah, I was own. looking at it and I was like, "Holy crap! Did they get a different actor?" And I was like, "No, that's Chris Evans underneath there." I, I thought, did, I thought I it was literally all CG and it bothered me. Okay, but with we'll get Ca- to that later. With Captain America at the end, I thought that looked great, but I'm kind of with you. On the de-aging. I hate. Yeah, I hate the the de aging stuff. I mean, it doesn't look. It doesn't look bad, you know, but every time I see it, I notice it, and it kind of takes me out of the movie, if I'm being completely honest. In, in my opinion, it's like we know there's going to be a giant CGI battle, right, which sure. doesn't bother me at all. I love it. Give me all that I can get. Yeah. So in all these other things where you don't have to use CG, don't, because you have so much of it in your movie, and it's like they just do everything they can possibly do with CG. They do it, and it bothers me. I mean, I don't know what I would expect, though, because if they because some of these actors are pretty old, so you can't make them look like they're 20. That's just not possible. But if they yeah, re- no, if they recasted, I think I'd be even more mad. So really, I'm not mad that they did CGI. It's just, it's just weird it just, I at. just notice it, and it takes me out of the film. It's the Uncanny Valley thing. You know they're not well, that what old. What about, what about uh, how do you feel about Tony's dad? John Slattery? Yeah. He looked really good, but it's, it's just like a weird feeling when you know that's not what they look like, and you're like, something... I, to me, my eyes are telling me something looks a little off about it. You know what I mean? Even though it does look great, I can still tell. And it's just enough. To I think I think it's not even that. Like I was talking to Luca about this earlier. It's not even that you can tell, but it's just as soon as your like your brain already has it programmed. Like yeah. Michael Douglas is freaking a hundred years old, right? And he so looks I thought he looked great. Yeah, I didn't like that. I thought the de aging. No, yeah, as soon as soon as you see as soon as you see young Michael Douglas in a movie that comes out in 2019, your brain instantly says that's not right. As soon as you yeah. see it, but like. For me, as soon as it happens, I'm like, ooh, and then I instantly forget it. But I can see how it can be like a hold up for right. like. But and it's not like it completely ruins the experience no, or takes I mean... me out of the movie. But it's just like, you're right. Once my brain knows it is, I can't stop looking at it. So I can understand Dude, why it doesn't bother some people. Think but... how good that technology is going to get in ten years. Like, that scares it... me though because I don't want like. I'm, but why? I'm really worried. Like, like, Gemini like Man. if this stands out for me, I'm Wolf. worried that I'm not going to like the Irishman because that whole movie is going to be like that, and I really feel like I'm just. I, I guess I don't get your guys' thing. standpoint, but that's fine. What do you mean? Also, you let's talk standpoint. about let's like talk about the first uh, the first Nate Talent prediction coming true. Uh, Cap shaved his beard in the first 15 minutes in the movie. Great so he, prediction. There. I didn't get why they needed to do that because with the five year time skip, he could have just been had a clean shave after the the skip. They wanted you know to show I mean? him. They so wanted it was to like, show why him shirtless. Why show him shaving? 
and then have it be a five-year time skip, and he looks exactly the they same as five years. They want to show him Why shirtless. They want to show him shaving, dude. It shows right. that he's shaving the past away. Yeah, it's all oh. screen. Have some respect in the the color significance in the Russo brothers movies. I think your better prediction was that they kill Thanos immediately. Well, that's like the only that's like the only way it could have gone. But I didn't. I had. I see that now, but I didn't destroyed. know that going into it. And I didn't know what he did with the Infinity Stones because at the end of Infinity War, we still see him on the gauntlet. We see the gauntlet destroyed, but they're still there. So I think Thanos still has them. Maybe it's like Dragon Ball Z, and after you get your wish, they fly up in the air and now fly across the now universe. Here's the crazy thing. Again. Now here's the crazy thing that I didn't is that they legitimately kill Thanos in like the first 20 minutes of the movie. Like it's like Immediately. Yeah. It's and the first it, thing they and do. And there's still like 40 minutes in the first act where I'm like, Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. I thought that's like the end of the first act, and then they like use the tones, the stones to go back because they, because how I thought it was gonna go is they kill Thanos, and this is kind of how they it went. behead him. Let's start yeah. saying that. So they kill Thanos, and then it's like I thought they were gonna, like they're like, okay, now all the people are gonna come back, and then they realize that once Thanos is dead, that they can't bring it, so they have to go back and meet with Thanos again. And I thought it was gonna be something similar to what we talked about on the podcast, where like they're switching stones on each side and stuff like that. But what they did was even better than what I could have even yeah, predicted. I agree. What did you guys think? Okay, so 20 minutes in, they go and kill Thanos. But I, I don't know. What did you think of Captain Marvel just going and saving Tony Stark? And then as soon as they get to Earth, they're like, oh, no, let's just let's go and kill Thanos. I mean, we just spent a whole two-and-a-half-hour movie last time trying to kill him, and now we're just going to go and do it in five minutes. Like, it's because so he's easy. weak and he doesn't have the stone. But it's he, like, oh, I know where he's at. He what? Just, you don't, he you guys don't know where he's at? My problem has nothing to do with Captain Marvel and her power. Sure. It's the fact that I just she... feel like she's OP, so I just feel like when she's right. in it, it's just so simple. Oh, oh, Tony Stark's in space somewhere. I'll go get him. Hold well, on. Well, to be fair, five to be fair they, they could have killed Thanos without Captain Marvel. Well, they did. She basically did nothing. When yeah, she, she showed up, she blew him. up his, and then his ship. Thor, Thor was the one that She chopped. choked them sure. out. I, I at just the end. was that at the end. Damn, I mixed them. I just think Brie Larson <laughs> plays the role so smug and re, like condescending. It's weird. I don't I like, like her I line like her delivery confidence. at all. But I don't like her line delivery at for, all. For me, I didn't like. Here's the thing: they definitely made a cop out for, her, but at least the cop out made sense. They basically said there's thousands of planets and none of them have Avengers. Yeah, I. I I like that. I think I, it's a great cop out. That makes sense why she's not around. I don't. It doesn't mean I like that they're like, yeah, that's and why like, she's and not. And I like here. how when after they kill Thanos and we get that five year time skip and it's kind of like the remnants of the Avengers are still sure. doing Avengers things mm-hmm. and she's like checking in with them and updating them how the planet stuff's going like how mm. like what she if there's any more information about where the stones are if they can do anything like she's providing that info while that um, was going on I thought it, I just on a side note I thought it was great that Black Widow looks she seemed like she was kind of leading the Avengers yeah, at yeah. that point like like Cap was a retired yeah, and he yeah. Was done. I thought that was great you and know giving her gets, something to do and she gets cooked Okay. Jesus. No, I. We're the spoiler I really talk, like right? the I first know, act but of the we're movie. Still the first I didn't act, think man. it moved that slow at all. Yeah. I thought all the scenes were paced really yeah. well. And like I mentioned earlier, it, I was pretty emotional. Like I never got teary yeah, yeah, eyed or like anything you were in the scenes, but I, I, yeah, they made me care way more about all, so many side characters that a I didn't know were going to be in the movie, and b I just couldn't believe I actually cared as much as I did seeing all these reunions between characters. I think. Um, What's his name? Paul Rudd scene with his daughter. Phenomenal acting. Yeah. Like, and give that man an Academy Award for that. Scene. Lead, leading into if that, actually, that's, that's where I was Donnie. going. I dude. love you three thousand. That's 
That's where I was going with it, though. My, I think my favorite scene in the first act is Paul Rudd coming back, especially when he goes to the memorial Dude, in yeah. San Francisco. Oh, that, was that was a great, great shot I like shot how they motivation. had the memorials anyway. And yeah. the camera's just going everywhere because that's literally how he's looking around. I thought that was a great scene. And I think uh, that and the Jeremy Renner scene was my two favorite in the first act. Yeah, now the one – now here's my prediction. The one universe – out of the 14 million or whatever that Doctor Strange sees that, like, the Avengers win is the one where the rat accidentally steps on the button to let Paul Rudd out of the quantum realm. And all the other 14 million kind of changes. How does he get out? The rat steps on the thing and turns on the quantum realm when he gets out. Hey, Stranger Things happen, baby. No, that's what I'm saying. Is like it's like that because there's 14 million ways it could have went. Oh, that's interesting. Because he is the one that shows him time travel. And he's like... Hey guys, I also love that where he's like, "You guys, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys." I even met you guys at an airport. Yeah. Uh, I, I got real big. <laughs> that was really funny. And then he's like, "I so my brain doesn't work as well as yours, but I think I know how time travel works." <laughs> and then it's like, "Yeah, this guy's and he a just rips of off travel. Back to the Future." And yeah, like, that's not how it works, man. <laughs> no, I thought the the way they introduced time travel and it was more like, "Oh, it's not really time travel; it's like it's traveling through the quantum yeah. realm." It made sense for no, the no, Marvel like, universe. For, yeah, and I, especially I was, I was kind of impressed how – and, of course, as soon as you introduce time travel in a movie, you can start poking holes in it, right? Oh, yeah. But I was impressed with the – how – to the certain extent, like how well they kind of thought it out where it's like it isn't really even time travel. It's – like you said, it's going and exiting. Yeah. Ba- like not even back – like so your future is still your past – I don't know, but it's like you're just traveling through this location to get to another location instead of traveling through time. And right. I don't know. It was just in- very interesting. And it's kind of what I figured as soon as you see Ant-Man and the Wasp, it's super heavy into the quantum realm. And you- Michelle Pfeiffer like should be like dead or whatever, but she's fine. And it made, it, it was fine. I, I also really liked the humor in the first act of the movie. I thought and, – and throughout the entire movie, I just thought most of it worked really well. Most of the time, especially in the, the – um, recent marvel movies i think the humor's been really bad poorly written and really unfunny in this movie i thought almost all of it landed i don't know if it's just because i felt i'm attached to the characters more or if the jokes are just better but it all lands you know at this point i was getting a little superheroed out if i'm being honest and the jokes are a part of that it's like Mm -hmm. okay we're gonna get like three or four one-liners and i might like one of them i thought they all pretty much i mean there's still a couple couple squidward dab that's I like, that was hilarious. I, yeah, I loved oh, it. it was. I loved it. But like, that's my type of. It's like memes of, where it's like so bad. It's, it's like hell yeah. Out of twenty five jokes, like twenty three completely landed yeah. with me. There were there were still a couple duds. Yeah, sure. For the most part. Yeah. yeah I mean, great. I can. That's fine. One of my one of my favorites was pretty small, but it's like when Thor is telling his story and it's like cutting to each of the faces and they're all like had enough and then it cuts to Ant Man. He's like, yeah. Keep <laughs> <laughs> like keep telling. I I also like the scene where. Uh, Cap is in the counseling basically yeah. with the group because like that's how it would be hey, like let's think about fit it. in the Disney's okay with gay people though people and it's the no, Russo brother people literally would was it oh that yeah. was people mm-hmm. would literally not be able to move on that's literally how it is think about it you wipe half of the population people aren't gonna be able to move on from that I don't yeah. know there's still three and a half billion people on the planet if you do that maybe we should think about it. <laughs> But that it's has not, nothing it's, to do with what I was saying, though. But it's not just people; it's all living creatures. That's true. Um, go ahead. With the time travel stuff, I I was a little bit surprised just with because they changed the rules. I mean, obviously, when you're dealing with time travel and they reference Back to the Future, it's if you go back and change something, then the future's changed. So I thought the dilemma going in was, 
oh, Tony Stark now has a daughter. So if he goes back and fixes everything, he's going to lose his daughter. So he's going to have that dilemma of, you know, his li- even though this horrible thing has happened, his life's really in a good spot right now. And obviously you can just, the chemistry between yeah. him and his daughter is just. <laughs> I, I like that they didn't uh, get too involved in the time travel with their other selves in those realms or whatever. Because so, I then I was kind of thinking, oh, what if the climax just has like three Captain Americas and all this crazy stuff going on? And I like that it really focused yeah. on Captain America, mm-hmm. Iron Man, and Thor and Hulk, I guess. But it was really those. They were the main three of the movie. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, and, for sure. It's the whole. It's like the Trinity, the Trinity that yeah, started it all. That's what I loved, honestly, is that it really focused on them. One of my buddies was upset because Hulk didn't get like a huge battle payoff at the end. Did that upset you at all? Or? He Not was at the all one that brought everyone back. the way back. they wrote the character, sure. which I actually loved that they did because I hated Mark Ruffalo in the m- most recent uh, movies that he's been in. Mm-hmm. But I liked the Hulk. So seeing that they just kind of combine the two where I don't have to see Mark Ruffalo and we get the Hulk the whole time. Because I didn't like that in Thor Ragnarok. He can almost just talk like normal. It's like, oh, that's kind of corny. I want him to be super angry or just normal. So I kind of liked what they did. What did you guys uh, what, think? Oh, I was. I, I thought it was good. I at really first, did. I was like, "This is the uh, this is like this, a fever dream." But no, then like I got prequel, used to it. Star Wars prequel, something they would like a decision they would make in no, like one of those. It wasn't no, that but it was bad. fine. I thought that CG on Hulk's face. Yeah, was really yeah. Cool. well, at yeah, first, I thought that was good. The thing was, is that it was so good that when I first saw it, it was like Uncanny Valley. It was like was Mark like, Ruffalo's green. Yeah, it would have been cool because when he goes in, when they get to New York and they're like smash stuff to blend in or whatever, and he starts turning a little bit greener because he's trying to make himself angry and he's hitting stuff and it's kind of funny. I really wish at the end of the movie he would have hulked the fuck out. And got real green and real big and mad and started doing cool stuff. He lost really his didn't. arm, dude. Oh, yeah, he did. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's true. But it didn't bother me because there's so much other cool stuff. But, yeah, it would have been another great moment if mm-hmm. Hulk does something cool. You know, I, I mean, it didn't bother me at all. I think what no. was cool about the Hulk is just how involved he was in the whole movie. That was cool to me. Yeah, I like sure. I like that he was, like, legitimately, like, people's predictions about Professor Hulk were, like, yeah. yeah, it's just like, and I think going forward, he's going to be like the science guy for Which I like now that too, Tony's gone. And well, because cool. they kind of made him look like a dumbass in Infinity War, right? When he's talking to Sherry, or was well, yeah. that? Well, yeah, but like, and then also having, and I, I can kind of see where people are coming from, where it's like the five year skip kind of eliminated Hulk's arc because mm-hmm. like the completion of his arc is combining with the Hulk and becoming one, mm-hmm. and it just kind of skips over that where it's like. His arc's done. As soon as he combines with the Hulk and makes peace with it, then his arc's done, and we kind of miss that. But I feel like for me, it was fine because he—he's not never been like that interesting of a character. As soon as they stop trying to give him solo movies, mm-hmm. how many good so- solo Hulk movies are there? No. Zero, zip, not a none. How That's many it. are there though? Three, right? Which one? I'm an Edward Norton guy. If I'm being honest. It's not a bad movie. It's fine, but it's bottom tier Marvel. I just gotta say too, really fast, just a quick side note. And Liv Tyler's when, boring as hell. I'm super movie. sad that when they skip five years ahead, they show uh, City Field, which is the Mets stadium. Apparently, the MLB's disbanded. <laughs> I thought they would get it together, bring See, it back, but no baseball with half the universe gone. They lost the movie's half really the best character players, driven. Dude. That whole first hour is really focused on the characters. So you just see them in different scenes. You don't get a good broad look at the world, which is fine. But when they show sweeping shots in New York City, it looks like the world has completely stopped. There's cars parked everywhere. Like, nobody drives around anymore. Yeah, There's grass. Like, Everything's overgrown well, I as think... if nobody cares about anything. But then you also see, like you pointed out, they go to regular diners and there is some yeah, normal life con- going on. I was a little so confused. They don't do a great job of ex- like showing the rest of the world. 
you get to see you understand how everybody feels, which they do a great job with, but you just don't get to. S- it, well, see I think it. I think it's like the burbs and stuff are the ones that are like completely eliminated because everyone would flock to the major cities. Yeah, so you see, like where with is. where Paul Rudd is, like when he's just walking down the street and you see like a car parked on the side of the road and the it's just normal houses. That's when it's like but the houses super, are run down. No, when, yeah. when they show the parts of New York City, when you see Met Stadium, there's yeah, literally there's cars nothing. It looks like the apocalypse. Like it's de- like yeah. like I am legend. Everybody's in the world's gone. Think Absolutely. about how many people's cars would just be sitting there though once they're dead. I feel like five years though you could like. They didn't clean it up at all. Exactly, and there's still three and a half, bit four billion That's people still a lot on of the people. planet. Exactly. You think about how many people of, in the government you lose too. Like you have to rebuild. Well, that everything. well, that's the thing is that people that they talk about that too, where it's like they, they could think, have been the half that all stayed alive, dude. The whole government. Yeah, no, well, they, they said good they. But I think like Cap and Scarlett Johansson have like a thing where they're talking about like how they thought people would rebound with like the power vacuum that without government and like no one ever really did. Mm-hmm. So there's just like these small civilizations that are like. But they wouldn't be that small. My point I is, I feel like, like Cap would step up and become like some sort of official. Like president. he, like at least people would listen to Captain America mm-hmm. if he's well, up he there saying. Does like, but would really they though? Because they animals. failed. Yeah, I still think like a super alien dude comes down and he warps the mind, like the yeah, warps the reality like, wait, to his like, world. Man, this is you, the third time you've above... done this. What the heck? And wait, you like, messed this one up. <laughs> but it's like, what's your superpower? You're just pretty strong, and you lost to a space alien <laughs> that can do whatever he wants. Yeah. yeah. Wait. It's so what? Okay. Are, so what are we thinking about Fat Thor though? Let's hop into that. Oh yeah, dude. We're still in the first act. <laughs> well, we we could let's start moving it. Well, we were bit. talking about the time travel too. We're moving all over the place, but yeah. So let's move ahead. We all really like the first act. The emotion really worked. The Fat Thor, worked. very interesting. I I love it. I just didn't think he was gonna be fat the whole movie, which they kind of yeah, they kind of even out a little bit towards the end, especially when he has the armor on. He yeah. just looks big. He like, looks like not, he looks like. What Thor looked like in the later run of the comics, where he becomes unworthy, and like um, he looks like he has like the beard all. Mm-hmm. I like the, the beard when it, was, looking. when it was braided. That looks like a Norse yeah. god. Look. I like that he felt personally responsible for the failure. That's, like that's everybody like. else felt like we failed as a team. We're all like it sucked. We couldn't do anything, and he felt like I yeah. it was my fault. Yeah. I could have ended it. He was like he thought like, and it was kind of true. He's like. I was the only one that had the power to end it, and like yeah. he, like he doesn't blame anyone else for not doing it because it's freaking Thanos. But he's like, I was right there. I could have ended it, and I failed. And then a lot of people I see on like Reddit and stuff are complaining because they thought that they just made Thor like um, comic Obsolete. relief, and they were like, they ruined his arc and everything like that. But it's like I think that it that played perfect. perfect what for his what arc. does you his body see him have start to do going down? Arc. Like even now, he's like even in Infinity War, you see him going down like a depression rabbit hole when he's talking about. When he's like having that talk with Rocket, and he's talking about like how he lost everyone. Like yeah. he's like, "Yep, I lost my brother, my father, my mother." Exactly. So we thought I, I, li- I have to avenge them and kill Thanos, and he and, then he and he fails failed, that. and everybody else, yeah. so many more people died. Yeah. So he feels like it's his fault. Yeah. And then let's not forget that they kept the best character in the Marvel yep. Cinematic Universe, mm-hmm. freaking Korg, baby. And that, I was laughing and that mother, so hard. That mother, Every one of his hey, lines were great. And that motherfucker <laughs> was playing Fortnite against New Master 69. <laughs> he goes, the way he was talking to him, bro, I cannot wait to see that again. <laughs> he was like, and then he was like asking Thor to help him out. He's like, Thor, could you please? <laughs> and new Master's back. He goes, oh, thank you. <laughs> And then Meek, Meek's just Meek chilling. He doesn't have armor anymore. Oh, great duo. As soon that. as that happened, I looked all the way over at Nick. Fortnite. Yeah, why don't they never get go. like good players playing Fortnite though? Like, because I he noticed know that what he was he was, just, he he was running with the up. he was running with the pickaxe, but he had two gold weapons in his inventory. <laughs> I don't get it. But anyway, that's that's besides the point. Korg's amazing. And like for some reason, like I don't know what it is, but like if I would have saw Fortnite 
because like a lot of times when they show video games and movies i like roll my eyes because mm-hmm. they don't but like for for some reason i was just like makes sense you know what it makes well they sense. have a partnership thing, with them same and... thing when hulk dabs and stuff i was like this is that would be the freak but it was handled so well because i think mark ruffalo just plays it up where it's like it's like super it. dad mode yeah. and like, you can tell those kids are like kind of depressed yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he goes dab the, I love uh, the little. I love the sequence too. When Paul Rudd's like, "Do you want a picture with yeah. Ant Man?" Yeah, and, then, and, and Mark like, Ruffalo actually feels he's like, bad. He's, he's like, like, "Take the damn phone." <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, I'm happy Korg's back. I like Fat Thor. I thought he was funny, but I also thought it didn't take away from his character at all. And I love the totally scene did. with his mom and when he's back that in Asgard. That was awesome. Oh, that oh. was amazing. Every scene where someone got to interact with someone from their past was great. Thor with his mom, everything she said was mm-hmm. spectacular. And he's like, I cannot let you die, which you would know because you didn't watch Thor the Dark World, bro. But like, I got, I'm all caught up now. But you the watch, way he talked to her and the way it? she goes, no. you can't. I know, yeah, but after seeing this, I, I thought that was a great sure. scene. I thought Tony's scene with his dad, amazing. I was Captain, so worried too. Aww. I Captain thought America he... looking through the blinds seals the deal in the end. Well, I thought when when it when the dad finds him down there, I thought it was going to turn into like the dad's going to report Tony, and there's going to be a whole problem where the security comes after Tony. But like, I'm so glad that they just went with they the conversation, talk. and I was and, like, oh, it's yeah, so I just, good. Well, no, I just love that totally Thor talked to his mom. Uh, Iron Man talked to his dad, and then Captain America ta- or looks at his wife or his, his lover woman. through the yeah. window, and then that comes full circle yep. at the end. Yep. I, I have read that a lot of people are saying that the movie's not well written. People that don't like the movie, of course, saying, "Oh, the dialogue is no good." I thought compared to some of the other more recent Marvel movies, this one's been written was written yeah. extremely yeah. well. With how many characters yeah. they have, I thought it was insanely good. And it, it especially felt more, like it flowed better. Yeah. My one flaw with Infinity War is that because they have all the characters in, they're not all together, they're all doing their own things separately, mm-hmm. it like it, it can get a little disjointed when you haven't seen with someone for 45 minutes and all of a sudden they pop back up and they're there for 10 minutes and you go back to the other side of the planet or the other side of the universe. But this, like, those first two acts flowed so nicely together because everyone's working together. Like, I don't know. I thought and it like, was written really well. And I thought, like, just how it was set up, too, where the teams of the characters, like, um, when they course, go back in time. Yeah. And, like, you see, when it was War Machine and Nebula, I was like, yeah, of course, the bottom feeders are on a team. And together. they were great. And then I was like, and then when they, when they had that conversation where he's like, we got to make best with what we're given because she's, like, cybernetically enhanced. He's got his, like, I was like, Dude, these people thought of everything. What yeah. the heck? They're Although like, they, they made... still are the bottom. No, players. yeah, <laughs> but it's like they made a reason for them to be together and gave them a conversation that was great. And I was like, and it was Don Cheadle and Nebula's best movie. Yeah, you know, like they're not better in any other movie <laughs> than this one. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was just that everybody brought their A game. Everybody nailed their roles, and it was just a pleasure to watch the entire time. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say. It was a pleasure to be a part of it. It was a pleasure mm-hmm. to watch. I'm really happy I went and saw it. I mean, I just have to say really fast because I've been thinking about it. I don't think I've Can ever. Can you been... say it a little slower? I no, I'm not even gonna do it. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been more excited to see a movie in IMAX, and this is my second viewing of the movie. Hmm. I-, I can name one other time: Dunkirk, Avengers: Infinity War, Blade Runner, 2049. My second time was IMAX. Interstellar. If I had the opportunity to see Interstellar, oh damn, I saw 2001 in IMAX. That was yeah. Crazy. That well, that's what I mean. Like this movie, like. It's just the experience that makes it so good. There are, there are flaws, but there's nothing like watching a movie like this with a full theater of diehard fans oh, that you know that when your heart's beating and you're getting teared up, everybody Every there is doing it feels the exact same way, and that's really cool. 
I agree. I just have to get this off my mind. Uh, speaking of 2001, though, 4K render of The Shining's uh, touring at a film festival. I forget which one right now. So we should get a theater experience for that one coming soon. Um, So I even like the conversation between Mark Ruffalo and Tilda Swinton, who was just yes! back in this movie. Who was great. And then I loved, I loved her line where it's like when she's like, when they're like talking about Doctor Strange, he's like, I don't know. He might have like he just gave him the stone. Like I don't know. Like he failed or whatever. And then she's like, or I did for like because she, she and then, and then she goes, wait a second. No, he's he would have known. That was the only thing he could have done. Like, no, and then she's like, she failed because she didn't give the stone at this time to oh, Mark yeah. Ruffalo. So then she decides to give the stone to Mark Ruffalo, and then they succeed. I'm gonna and be honest. Like, when she was because she kind of re goes over um, the time, time travel, travel thing. <laughs> And at that point, when she like takes the stone out, and you get a little graph, my brain went into autopilot mode. <laughs> he said was, he said he went like, click, and it just turned it off. I turned it off, and I'm like, okay, time travel, sweet, get it, yeah, I'm down, whatever, yeah, whatever you gotta do. Sure, I'm a visual learner myself, and I absolutely. I, to be honest, I that helped me. I kind of like that their approach I, was not exactly explaining it like all she did, but all the Avengers when they're talking about, it, they're just like. Yeah, I mean it works. And they're like, how does it work, dude? It's fun though. You know? <laughs> so it's like I like that that was their approach yeah. because mm-hmm. you can't time travel. We don't know how it would ever work in real life, so there's no way to make it scientifically accurate. Wait, hold on. Go ahead, Nate. Hold on. So Did how you just it, solve a time machine? No. So how it works is that dude, you once look you, like how Tony Stark looked at the beginning of the you, movie when once he figured you, it out. Once you remove a stone, right, you create an alternate timeline. So did Cap just wait to bring one of the stones back until he lived through his alternate timeline with Peggy, and then he brought the stone back, and then he went back? No, he said he waited. He, like, he brought them all back, and then instead he, of taking his loop back to get to them, he passed it and went back in time to her to live a life with her. And the reason he still he shows up is because I think they're saying it is all one, like, it is all one timeline still. So... His present self went back in time and lived with her. So there's two Captain Americas in the same universe, except one of them is doing nothing his entire life, and he's living with Peggy Carter. Well, Peggy Carter at in Winter Soldier and stuff had a, a husband and kids. Well, no. I, here's but the it thing. wasn't Captain See, don't America. look into it because you're going to ruin the final scene. Well, no. so what are you talking about? He, he brought everything back, and he finished in 1970, the last place they went, and then he just hooked up with her, and he stayed there. And he lived up until 2019. No, he went back to the past. He was in, yeah. like, right before he got frozen. Quick question. Um, Tyler Walker said something to me that kind of had me scratching my head. If Cap went back by himself and he had to put the soul stone back, how does that work if he's by himself? Because isn't that a whole sacrifice You just give thing? it to, well, here's give it to the thing. Red Skull. Yeah. yeah, here you go. Well, that would be an interesting interaction <laughs> yeah, exactly. to like, Captain Red Skull. Hey, buddy. Um, long time no see, but Maybe I have like, something for you. Yeah. Maybe just threw it into the cool, pretty lake with the sunset that always looks awesome. You yeah. just kind of like dropped it in there and left. Yeah. That's I think fire. it's just you give it back to Red Skull. And how would two of the stones are in space? These are the wrong questions to ask about it. But like, how would. If Cap goes back, how do, how would he get the space to even? Put, well, because get, hey, too bad. when they run out of money hey, in no, fifteen years, you'll it. get a prequel. Here's, no, here's the thing: I know I'm in a rabbit hole, but I just no, I want to throw it to you guys. Maybe you, you know on the device on the device you could input coordinates and it would mm. teleport you there. See, this is okay. what I do about Game of Thrones. You guys okay. Would, okay, I'm good. We can move on. No, the quantum realm would because like you sure. see that I think they added that scene specifically for that when Tony is like inputting like they're talking about coordinates before mm-hmm. they go back to that place. 
Dude, um, you'll you'll get a prequel in about the, fifteen the years biggest, about him bringing them back. The biggest the biggest thing for me, and it, it might play into the next movie in the timeline, is so Peter Parker goes back to high school after being snapped, but it's five years in the future, so he should technically be graduated. What right? So like some of his classmates went on and graduated while right. he's back in high school. And then I think that kind of adds to his look where he's, like, in school. Of course, he's depressed because Tony dies, but he's back in high school with people that he doesn't know. I don't think they'll that. talk about that at all. You really? Don't think so? I don't think they'll bring it up at all. They might say it's There's five years no since freaking the snap, way, and dude. that's it. What if you were in a plane when you got snapped, and then you just spawn back and just fall and die? <laughs> See, that's what – okay. There's a lot of stuff in the movie that doesn't really make sense. No, but, like, plane, I think that makes sense, but That it's plane would have already fallen and died because it's five years later, Nate. No, they wouldn't go back into the plane because they're not coming back from the moment they left. They're coming back to maybe the spot they were in. So maybe they would just spawn up in the air. That's, not a plane. No, there's no a, plane there. That's exactly what I'm saying. And oh. then they fall and die. <laughs> they, just, they know nothing. They're just, they're just like, to them, they would be like, sitting in a plane, and then they would not be sitting in a plane. <laughs> they would just be falling. Well, no, I think it's just when, when Tony snaps it, I think it's more so Tony they, or Hulk. When, when Tony or snaps. Hulk, Hulk, my bad. It uh, they just spawn like wherever. I don't think it's ex- no. Listen, I don't think it's yeah, exactly like, where they died respawn, because the Hulk wouldn't back. have been thinking. Let's just respawn them all right where they were when they died. I think it's just yeah, more so the vicinity. What if, what if like, they just bring everyone back? What if they started spawning in each other like in a game when you like just start? What if two people were in the similar location? and then there's wall rubs and you can get underneath <laughs> the map? Right, let's. I want to quit talking about the nitpicky time travel because now i'm yeah. thinking about it and now when i see it tonight i'm gonna be poking holes in it all over the place i don't want to do that because <laughs> that's not no, yeah, yeah so we get they go back to the battle of new york oh my god it's doing the circle shot oh, i'm like great. that was I'm cool. back in the theater <laughs> in 2012 yeah nate no that was an awesome <laughs> moment but again i like that they didn't really get involved with that battle no, yeah you know what they had to do was afterwards so i like tony trying to sneak around and they're watching and Loki asks, can I get that drink? And he can't get You know, they, mm-hmm. they don't give it to him. I, I really just like the way that all those scenes played out. I like that somehow Frank Grillo's in it. Yeah. I like that Robert Redford was in the movie. And it was just to show that here, everything's connected. Yeah. It's like, all oh, I remember matter. Hydra. They were t- they were still in power back then. Dude, one of my favorite moments was the elevator like, <laughs> fake out. Oh, my <laughs> God. Goes, I was getting so hyped. I was like, oh. hail Hydra. Yeah, and I was like, okay, that, that better and pay off. That is America's ass. applaud? <laughs> When he said "Hail Hydra," yeah, my theater really yeah, did. No, I think I they, they were just like said a, a little confused. No, they clapped. Like, huh. There's a couple people that clapped. My theater started laughing, and then everybody applauded when he said "Hail Hydra." That's kind of it's weird. an ode to the comics. <laughs> so my whole thing was there. There were a lot of moments where people were clapping and cheering, and some of them absolutely well earned, deserved, and it was super fun. But it was almost too much. Like I love the experience, but. Do we really need to clap at every joke mm-hmm. and th- every single thing that happens? No. I thought no. our crowd Stop clapped perfectly. Stop nitpicking the crowd, yeah. dude. No, it was perfect. Dude, our crowd clapped during a trailer of Star Wars. That was amazing, first off. That was my best trailer experience in theater. And they clapped at the right moments. And even when Cap got the hammer, there's a guy that said, what did he say? He was like, yeah, and then everyone yeah. clapped. It was great. It was I like, mean, honestly, was the best like, experience. Well, I think Luca might have said something, too, because Luca's next to me, and it just adds to it because, like, that I absolutely see, happened. Yeah. I was there. I, you, the captain grabs the hammer and then Luca just goes like, <laughs> <laughs> just Dude, like clap the right next like to it. <laughs> and then I, I just smiled and my eyes got watery and I watched one of the best action sequences I, I've ever. He, he, I could not. It's a combo breaker, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. 
I and could, he gets his ass whooped. I thought he was about to die. I'm I leaning forward. Too. I'm leaning back. And I'm <laughs> like, I don't know. I couldn't sit still. I'm like freaking out. I'm sweating my ass off. I'm literally sh- like my hands are dude, shaking. Dude. I was sweating so badly. I thought literally I was like, I work out seven days a week. The, Nick, the sw- Nick plugs his workouts. No, but listen, listen. Like I work out pretty regularly now. How much weight was- have you lost? 54 pounds but here's the thing i was like i work out just to sweat during an action sequence in a movie <laughs> but, but it, it turns out the, the air, conditioning. air conditioning went out okay so let's just talk about the battle then let's just talk about the battle so when it started oh wait wait, wait. no scarlett johansson dying i already said she was yeah let's me. talk about that um i thought that was a little mishandled because they did it in the same way we already saw someone die in the last movie and i think uh, Thanos killing Gamora in the last movie was done a lot better, and it impacted really? me a lot more. Yeah, I was the was... I was the reverse. Where when Thanos killed Gamora, I was like, okay, really. But then when this happened, I was like, who's gonna die? Who's gonna be the one that? Well, so I, I thought when they're fighting a... each other, to of course run to it was cliff. gonna be Black, Black Widow. Widow. Yeah, no, I thought it was. I I kept going back and forth, but because of that scene, the way the way that it was done, it was almost funny. Like they, the way they kept outdoing each other to get to the end to jump you, off. And you really thought it was going to be Hawkeye that was going to? I thought it could have been. I he had, had a family. She has when, no one. Of course when, she's going to go. Listen, well, no, his of family course was she's going to go. Gonna go. What they, their whole plan is to bring him back. Here's the thing: when they both were going to the the tower uh, for the Soul Stone, my instant thought. And it's no knock against Marvel. I just thought they were going to play it safe and kill a character that wasn't even Infinity War. I thought they were going to try and push Red Skull off the cliff or something. Well, you, they don't love Red Skull. But well, I do, Nate. Be, but then they say, <laughs> but then he goes, a life for a life or something like that. So I'm thinking, so it's like, oh, what if they take his words? What if they take like, a cop out? Yeah, and they just push him off the ledge and, oh, they I'm both not, live. But, but he then floats. I just thought it w- it didn't play right to me. It didn't hit. That was not a scene that impacted me emotionally. I wish I, no, I didn't Black Widow had a cooler way to No, yeah, out. but I, I liked how. There was a lot of like, like basically same exact shots from Infinity War, and I like the same mm. exact shot that it does the same exact like her pan. tilt up onto Hawkeye in the lake, and he opens his hand, and that. Yep, her voice. No, that was cool. Like, yeah. I I liked all that. It was just her death didn't hit yeah, me. Yeah, her in any voice way. leaving Joaquin and her was more emotional to me than her dying in Avengers. I hate you with that movie, dude. Grow um, up, Nate. Also, Hawkeye, awesome in this movie. Yes, Jeremy Renner, super underrated actor. Love that man. He looks Since good Wind with the Mohawk. Yeah. I, he looked everyone was everyone sleeve. was roasting it. But yeah, what's, I like, the, what's with the hate with Hawkeye? I think he's a cool character. Yeah. An archer? Like, are you serious? I thought he was sweet. And he's like a goddamn assassin ninja yeah. in this. It's like, oh, I'm in. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and then let's just talk about it. Gets all of a sudden, I guess. Well, should we talk about Thanos and like how? <clears throat> what yeah. did you guys think about how he? I could have never predicted a, that in a million years. That was awesome. The tie-in with Nebula to make Nebula one of the pivotal characters I thought was great. Mm-hmm. I thought her arc was great. I thought the twist of her coming back into the present timeline as the evil yeah. one, and that's how Thanos comes. Yeah. Like, that's perfect. That's it great. Makes perfect now, sense. here's my thing. How did they shrink the ship? Because it's just, his ship is ridiculously massive, and then it comes no. Out well, her. and then she they each had a mon- enough pin particles to go in and go out. Right, mm-hmm. so then the, the other nebula had to use this nebula's pin particles, so it couldn't be that to shrink the ship. Yeah, and they and remember to get the guardian ship in. Uh, Paul Rudd had shrunk it with one of his yeah. things, so then Rocket's like, "Oh, are you sure it's gonna work?" So clearly, they didn't shrink their ship and then make it grow, and it came. It just made it through. It's so another one. They, of those so did they so reverse just... engineer the pin particles as? Hey, you just go okay. 
Um, but autopilot, like autopilot, dude. What but did like, you think of the shot where the missiles start coming down after Jeremy Renner finds out that his family's alive, and then I forget who looks yeah. up. It may have been Paul Rudd. Yeah, yeah. it's Ant Man. I no, thought he was toast. I, I kind of wish he. Was, I like you know, the I shot. Wish somebody really like got it. it with that first missile. I like the shot when the freaking ship comes out of the portal and it just crashes through the roof. I was okay. I guess we're doing this. I guess this is the final act yeah, of the movie. I couldn't believe that it. Like it didn't feel like two hours to that point because mm-hmm. I was I was just assuming you know the final act will be forty five minutes ish whatever, and I couldn't believe it's like wait we're already at the end this is it and, and then, then it, it all goes down it was incredible everyone steps out Thor dual wields, um uh, which is a kind of a weird combo yeah it lo- but, it but he starts a throwing weird. he's throws the hammer he uses that more as a projectile than anything yeah, so he can chop a bunch of people in half of the giant ass also i'm not super huge into the comics i remember years ago nate told me about someone being worthy enough to hold the hammer because of like all the jokes that came out of the previous avengers movie with people trying to pick it up and everything well cap moves but, it a couple inches yeah and, and thor has this moment where he kind of he goes dead face and then he goes <laughs> and then he starts laughing but but I completely forgot about that, and I thought when the hammer was going up, I thought it was going to go – for some reason, I thought it was going to go through Thanos almost like a Snoke moment. But as soon as I saw a hand, like literally a millisecond, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Well, what I thought they did was genius oh is the hammer – God! How would you peek, Wait, wait. Dude. So the hammer falls, out, and it's dude. next to Tony. So when they show the shot of the hammer movie, I was like, Tony's going to get it. That's And then I was like, wait, but I want Cap to have it. But then I was like, that'll still be cool because Cap can do cool stuff. Or Iron Man can do cool stuff with it. And just and his then, pose, oh. dude. And he goes like. Well, then, what, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, but what did you what did you think, though? Because then they both got their beautiful moment like oh that. Because God. Cap gets the hammer and Tony gets the infinity gauntlet. Oh, bro. Oh his my. last line. I am Iron Man. He snaps. It was beautiful. It like, was it's so full, good. It's full circle, baby. Oh, and the way it looked on his glove. Oh, it was and perfect. At dude. First, yeah. Like that shot. At first, I was confused because I was like, "Wait, that's the Infinity Gauntlet." And I was like, "No, Tony built one." He has nanotech. I almost don't like because the Infinity Gauntlet is like this crazy special item thing. But he was just able to build something that could also harness. The well, no, the, I, I the gauntlet doesn't matter, did, right? It's more so no, them was, all being on the same piece no, it's, of no, material. No, the gauntlet's a yeah, thing. It's, it's supposed like, to it's supposed to be able to harness the energy of the crystals yeah, or whatever. It did look pretty cool. But the thing is, is that they have done so much research on the crystals at this point that I feel like. But didn't he make the one that Hulk uses? Yeah. So yeah. What it, was the same, it was the same one. It can oh. just get bigger and no, smaller. Well, no, Th- Thanos, 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 Thanos and the Hulk has, have the same hand size. So it fits on both their hands the same. And Thanos had his on still. But when Iron Man went to do it, he used the nanotech and it to put swa- it, on. it all like gotcha. swapped. And then I think that maybe even amplifies the reason so, why he died too is because it wasn't like the perfect gauntlet. So, so that's like, that shows why him. the hoodie scene in Infinity War when he just pulls his hoodie strings, it shows how important that is because his technology can move that fast. <laughs> that I scene is now intricate. In what, did you, what did you guys think of Gwyneth Paltrow showing up as Iron? I was, Man? I was, I was so cool. I, yeah, I was like. As soon, I told Luca, I was like, as soon as that happened, I was like, just give me everything. Like, that, at this point, I was like, just give I, me I, everything. Spider-Man goes, instant kill mode. Everything's dying around him. Oh. Two nights ago, two nights ago, when we rewatched Infinity War, I le- talked to Nate after, and I said, the more I think about Black Panther, the more I dislike the movie. But I have to say, when Black Panther walked out of the circle looking like, a, looking like a god, that was the only time that I really – well, not the only time, but one of the times I really came close to crying. I have no idea why, but like – when the circles are spawning and when back. he pulled out, or, or, it was great. <clears throat> and Black Panther's action scene when he's just using the vibranium uh, like uh, power buildup, it was beautiful. Basically the passing of the torch scene, which every one of the new Avengers held onto the gauntlet as they're going through the gauntlet and like – like I would it was awesome. As it was <clears throat> as like you get that super wide shot of everyone storming. When he Some says Spider-Man's, Avengers assemble, 
How amazing was it when he said that, dude? Spock! Spider-Man swinging on nothing. He's swinging on nothing, but that's okay. No, no, no. He's swinging on something. I or someone. I, yeah, like I think he was going on Pegasus. I like how he swore. also him riding on Pegasus. I w- if you told oh, me Valkyrie's just riding a Pegasus at the end, if I was you... like, this is nice. <laughs> Pegasus. I thought Pegasus was toast, but somehow he's a god horse. Remember when the horse gets hit? Oh yeah, but also, also like, I just want to give a props to, to props to like a lot of the actors in the MCU perfectly casted. Like, but Tom Holland really does sell being like a kid in this mess. Cause like even that scene when they start shooting rockets and he like just goes into the fetal position right on the ground. I was like, is Spider-Man about to die again? What's going to happen? Um, I really like when I forgot who threw the hammer, but he swung off the hammer. That was cool. Wait, what? Spider-Man did. Yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. Sw- oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He shoots the web at the thing and he's like, yeah, he's like help, 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 help. Cap. Cap threw the hammer and he, oh my was sick. Yeah. How are you not going to remember that? Nate? you were a Spider-Man no, fan and that was a good I thought, scene. No, I thought you were saying someone swung, like Cap flew with the hammer. Or oh, something. I love backtracking too. Idiot. Hey, um, I literally almost blacked out. I don't know. I, like, <laughs> I want to I say how excited I was, but I almost don't remember because it's like it's so of, much was happening so fast. That's what, It's because of the heat in the theater. That, that too. I, I was missed. sweating my ass off, and I'm like, what? What so, is happening? What I love Am I about this excited? is that Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, they all get a special moment. At you. They all get to do something really cool at the end and have a little bit of an extended scene. But if you watch like the first Avengers movie, Hulk, Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Black Widow, Hawkeye, they all get their own scene. Mm-hmm. And because there's so many characters, they can't really do that. So you don't get to see Black Panther fight stuff for a whole minute. You get you three You kind of do, though. You do with Black Panther. I, I, I shouldn't use Black Panther. But there's a whole bunch of characters, and I feel like... You just don't get as each character's moment is a little bit shorter because there's so many to do. And, and I think each character that got their moment it was, was cool. for a purpose as well. Yeah. yeah, like of course Cap and Iron Man and Thor get those big ones, yeah, but like that's what I want. This next generation that you can tell which ones they're setting up as the next yeah. gen, and you can see that they each get their moment too. And I, got, I have to say with the whole um, star with the whole Star Lord and Gamora not knowing them because it's a different Gamora. I that makes me that little scene actually made me excited for Guardians of the Galaxy three. Especially I know Tyler said he didn't like it, but with Thor being set up to be part of the Guardians, I love the dynamic they all have, and I Bag. think that'll be a fun movie. The the dynamic is hilarious. My problem is the overpoweredness of it. The Guardians are great because none of them really have superpowers. I, I mean, Groot does, but Drax he's a different is thing. damn near immortal. It's not like right? they're super strong. Now that they have Thor. What's the point of any of them in a in a battle of any mm-hmm. kind? Because Thor is literally ultra powerful. But, has, but I think that's has what Guardians makes it... ever really been about the battles. Yeah, well, that's the point too. I think the whole storyline of three no. is just going to be getting Gamora back. Yeah. So they're Gamora like, is back. And guess who the villain? And Gamora is dead. Guess who the villain's going to no, be? No, no, no. Adam something. A- no, no. Going to be getting almost as powerful or more powerful Adam Warlock than Warlock. Thor. Okay. So I think that's I, why they set it up. I wanted to ask you this question earlier because you're a guy. Because you're a comic book guy. We were talking about Captain Marvel earlier. She's ultra powerful. Who are her villains that are as powerful as she is? Are they I'm more not, powerful than Thanos? I'm like, not familiar with uh, Captain Marvel stuff, but okay. I'm pretty sure she deals with the cosmic stuff, which is want, always super powerful. I just want to clarify. I, when I said Gamora, getting Gamora back, I'm not talking about her actual life. It's more like getting her back to the squad. Oh, and, yeah. And her falling back in love with Chris Pratt, which I don't know. Maybe that's sad, the sad part of Guardians 3. But I love that. <laughs> I it's love like that he tried to kiss hit. her or go up to her, and she knees him in the ball. Yeah. And he goes, you twice. the first one, yeah. but the second one, you got him both. <laughs> I know we already talked about it, but I just got to say, I'm not the biggest Cap fan. Like, I'm just not. Of course, I like Winter Soldier He's and all best. that good stuff. I mean, come on. 
I'm always Team Iron Man. So the end really like freaking hit me hard, and I was in tears. But the moment, well, okay, first, there's only two movies where I've the very squealed end. like a girl. One, The Revenant, when Leo got attacked by the bear. It's my favorite actor. So like I said, <gasps> when Cap got the hammer, I don't know what noise came out of my body. <laughs> and then I said the cheesiest line probably of all, like it was straight out of Spider-Man 3. I said, he got it. Or just <laughs> and I they clapped. loved I, me. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that was... That's what's really cool about it is like even if you're not the biggest fan, that moment is done so well that it will affect everybody. Yeah. I can't wait to look at my there, dad who he's seen a lot of the movies. I don't think he's seen them all. I, be, I guarantee he's like, oh. <laughs> I, so. I, I hope I look at him. And he there's some. A little bit there's some like, really good. Up? There's some really good shots in this movie, and there's one that has like cemented in my brain. It's the when blocking, Ca- it's right though. before it's right before the circles open up, or maybe during. And Captain America it's right, standing, no, it's right before that. He's standing because it's there and he's just looking him. at Thanos and they're on each edge of the screen. Like that's an iconic shot. That will that will be on one perfect shot on repeat for the next ten years Twitter page. Because it's after he get after he gets his cool scene beating the shit out of Thanos, and then Thanos beats the shit out of him, and I thought he was gonna die. And then he gets and then the, the portals where you up. see this giant gash on his arm underneath the shield thing, and he just pulls the belt so that it closes the Oh my god. Yeah, Captain, Captain America's the best. Captain America literally is the best because he's just a pure. He's a hero. Uh, yeah. I see. Now I'm best. sad that he's not in the movie. Right. He's like just using the hammer more. Like the whole <laughs> movie with him and the hammer would be great. But. I love how casual they are about it too. Like at the end when you had to like bring back everything to the past, and it's just like, oh yeah, Cap can just pick up the hammer now, so he just has it next to him to bring it back. Yeah, to the Cap past. is the best. That's probably so, why he wears a gauntlet at the end and says, "I am Cap." Oh. So wait, well, no, so that was. But I says, feel like that's a time Man. and place thing you he had says, to ask. I'm no, 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 no. So Iron I think Man. The way they wrote it, Iron Man or Tony needed to be the one the that sacrifice. died because of his arc. Like you know, he's the most selfish out sure. of the whole group and all mm-hmm. this stuff. So then seeing him be the the ultimate selfless sure. act, defeating, especially when at the beginning he didn't know if he wanted to do it because he didn't want to lose everything, and he he did it to save everybody. What an incredible moment! And then to have Cap have his moment at the end to grow old with the woman he loved that he's been pining over for eight movies now and he finally gets to do it you could not have written a better ending for those characters yeah everybody got their one moment and that might be my favorite part of the movie but i gotta say of course iron man's my favorite so of course i'm happy at the end he's the one that snapped and did it but i'm just i was so happy that it wasn't captain marvel because she's so overpowered if she just came in and finished thanos i would have i would have been like god damn it what was the point of this where she could just come in and just solve everything I so had, it had to be Iron Man. So wait, should we hop into uh, the very end. The end game? When when Thanos grabbed the Power Stone out of the gauntlet, and oh. when uh, when Captain Marvel was kind of beating him up pretty mm-hmm. bad, which annoyed me, and he Why? punched her. Why just do you? Just because she's too powerful, so she comes out. Thanos. No, well, it, it, that it like just proves <laughs> that like Thanos is something else. Like that's what I liked about it is that like it's like okay, yeah, the, here's a sparring match because even Thor can bring it one on one against Thanos, but it's like. When it came down to it, Thanos was able he, to still smart. Like yeah, he's he smarter. Out, it's You're not right. that it just brute power. Like he yeah. was able to outsmart it and You're, use the in, weapon. In all to, honesty, he's a warrior. I don't like Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. So whenever she's on screen, I'm instantly in a sour mood because I just don't like her as the character. It's that simple. You know, so what I, she kind of reminds me of. I like he fucking uppercutted that bitch so far. I was like, hell yeah, baby, and I laughed, and the guy next to me laughed too. I got nobody s- else laughing in the theater. <laughs> But him and I shared a great moment together. I like the moment that she had with Peter Parker. I thought that was a great I moment. Oh, too. yeah, that was awesome. What was the moment? when he's I like, forgot. He's Everything like, she did, I forgot. He's like huddled him. with the gauntlet, and then she's like standing there. Oh, give it to me. Yeah, and he goes like, uh, hey. And then she's like, you got something there for me? And he's like, yeah. And then they oh, had yeah, like a little cool. back and forth. You're right. That was a good moment. But yeah. that's smug. Whatever. 
You know what she kind of reminds me of? Like a like a young Tyler Bourne. Yeah, you think so? Is yeah. that why he hates seeing himself in the mirror? Exactly. <laughs> Shut the turn the podcast. <laughs> turn the podcast. <laughs> but anyway, so Tony Stark dad gets, gets Captain, the gauntlet. I'm not smug. Fuck you, Luca. <laughs> he says <laughs> Daniel says I am inevitable or whatever. Great line. And then Tony says, I am Iron Man. Snaps the fingers, brains jelly. <laughs> he turns the absolute. Well, no, jelly. Nate. Nate, he was cooked. <laughs> he was actually cooked. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie. I got pretty hard at that moment. I, <laughs> I mean, it just every emotion went through my body yeah, at that Tony, moment. I'm like, oh, yeah. Tony Stark. Shit. Tony Stark becoming a vegetable made me hard too, Luca. Ouch. Idiot. And then Ouch. the great moment with like. Um, spider-man when he's like we won we won and he's like talking to him and it's like you can tell that iron man's just like he's gone fried yeah he's fucking anakin in revenge of the, the Sith. line that Toast. got me was gwyneth paltrow saying we'll be okay yeah you can rest you can now. rest now oh you can re- that was oh my. because he is god yeah and he rests on the seventh day <laughs> well that's what i liked about thanos too when he sits down and then it's like what are you gonna do he's like i will wait i was like oh thanos and thanos has again? thanos has one of my favorite lines in recent memory where it's like you couldn't handle your failure, and where did that lead you? Back, Back to, to me. me. That's so no, good. Dude. He was amazing in this movie too. Josh he Brolin. Wasn't, he wasn't as amazing because he didn't get the as no, much yeah, screen time. In the movie's not the about one. him. Infinity War's about him, and I think looking back on it, these movies are equal in quality to me, and I love them both because they're a package deal, baby. See, we it's one of the only superhero movies where you get to see the villain completely win. He and, wins at the end, and it's it's so impactful. It's kind of the empire of like yeah. this whole yeah. series. And Josh Brolin, good model to follow. And Josh really, Brolin yep. breathes so much life into that character. I don't know if I can give him enough credit because yeah, he's I, a great actor, and he brings his A game to a giant CGI purple Dick Cheney. And I like that they got basically the exact same shot of him at the end of Infinity War when he sits down. It's the exact same shot, exact same framing, except he like disappears. Because I like he has a really good attitude about it. He just realizes yeah, he's he just lost, like, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. He's like you guys won. It's almost like you can tell he's like, good for you guys. I love how I love how Infinity War, he's relatable in the sense that he's determined. He takes, he doesn't take it personal. He's just trying to do this to make the universe a better place. Some people would say that they agree with the move that he made, but I love that in Endgame in the third act, he goes almost full evil. And he's like, I can't handle what these people are doing to me. He says, I'm gonna strip it down to the last molecule. Yeah, well, he's and like, rebuild he's like, it. Do people? It basically boils down to like, I'm sick of people interfering. He, with oh this. no, no, I'm no. He, he actually said, he said, I thought people would be able to move on, but they can't. So I will restart. Yeah, yeah. I'll kill them all. What a, I thought that was written really well because at first I'm thinking, okay, well, this is a different Thanos than we saw in the last movie, right? But he really, because it, you know, it's like a Thanos it, from five yeah, years. Yeah, it's kind of before. a different Thanos, but not really. No, it's the same guy, yeah. and it was awesome. Um, so yeah, Tony gets fried. His what is his last words? Hey, Pep. Yeah, That's his last was, words. Was, he says, it's "I'm gonna real. pretend." His, I wish his last words were, "I am Iron Man," because that was so brilliant. Yeah, I, I, I kind of embrace his wife. I didn't see that coming. I, like, I didn't see the line coming, so I, I was like, "That is so perfect." I was tearing oh. up. But I think it could have been worse if he would have, like, his last word would have said something about his daughter. Yeah. You know? That, oh, that would have. It kind of was when in the hologram thing when he's like, I love you 3,000. Oh, like, oh that's a good point. So I guess yeah, that, that kind of I guess do. that was his last word. So, yeah. so walk, us, walk us through your emotions here because I loved when you walked me through it earlier, Luca. So as Iron Man's dying, what are you – is it Waterworks? Okay, so even before that, it's like when he sees Spider-Man again, I'm fighting back tears. I'm sitting next to the Talon brothers. It's like, you can do this, man. Man up. 
okay. You yeah, love well, Spider Man. Well, you love Iron Man. It's okay. The water's coming. I'm like, <laughs> the heat's rising well, in the I'm theater. I'm hot. I'm crying. I'm like, okay, okay, we're good. We're, we made it through that part. And then you get the end where he says, "I'm Iron Man," and that was that was like a happy one tear. Yeah, he did it. And then he's fried, and you get every Spider Man. It's like reverse, and Spider Man's like, "No, don't go." Pap goes and talks to him. At that point, I'm just both eyes. You know, both eyes are just it's turned on the faucet. Yeah. And then we get to the funeral. And what direction did they give his daughter? Because they must have just said, "Hey, just try to exit." Yeah, just sit. Yeah. But I admit, no, that's how they don't get are, it. Yeah. They they put the thing in the lake that says proof that Tony Stark has a heart. And at that really? point, I I don't know what to do with my life. <laughs> and it goes, it shows everybody standing there. And I'm like, okay, as long as it just shows them standing there. I can get through this. As long as it's like, we see his daughter. Whoo, okay. It's past her. She didn't say anything, you know. Boom, right after that cuts to her and Happy sitting there. Oh, I want a cheese. Oh, your dad really loved cheeseburgers. Yeah. That's not yeah. a great line. I, w- <laughs> I wish it was. That's what he gets after in Ireland. Instead of cheeseburgers, too. I wish it was Cubano, so it showed that Chef was in the same universe. Listen, at this point, I'm crying so hard that I go to like wipe my tears in my shirt, but I'm sweating my ass off. <laughs> So by the time I'm done, my entire face is drenched. So it looks even worse. <laughs> he looked. Gross. He looked bad. No, here, I, well, he said. He said like he looked. He was trying to hold back tears. He looks over to the lady. She's just. She's like you know. She's breathing heavy. Looks over at me. I'm. He, I'm like stone faced because I'm. I'm trying to hold back tears. Stone faced, dude. <laughs> Completely stone. I felt like an idiot. The whole movie. The whole fucking movie. I felt like an idiot because this fucking dude predicted eighty percent of the movie. Each time it happened, I got more mad. By the climax. I'm excited because I'm like, hell yeah, but I'm also mad because I'm like, god damn it. He's gotten everything right. And then, wait, and then my favorite part was when it cuts to Thor and it's like Thor's kind of epilogue. I, I look over to Luca just to like see what's going on with him. And his, his just cheeks are wet, right? You could tell that he was crying. And just the just the laugh. He was able to find some joy in, like, the Thor scene. It looked like he was the saddest laugh I've Wait, ever what? seen. Wait, what? The Thor scene with Valkyrie? Yeah, like, just seeing <laughs> Thor, he was just like... <laughs> and you just see, like, all these tears on his face. So, Oh, my God. I think we got to wrap it up here. Um, Yeah, because we're going to be going to see it again. But... Uh, go ahead. Where are you gonna I was going to say, the touch on it, uh, the Tony Stark death scene... Almost made me cry. It was like it was like what you said, where there was you're, I was welling, my, I was choked up a little bit because a death scene of that enormity is it's mm-hmm. it's designed yeah. to get you. Obviously, sure. um, I held back, and the thing that almost got me the more than that was the Captain America thing, just because he did both. He got the best of both worlds. He really did. He defeated the all lingering evil, and then he got to go back and live the life he wanted to. But the best part is that he did all that not knowing if he would ever get yes, that. Yes, he is and a pure hero. I love Captain America, my favorite event. And how my emotions worked is the whole final act. I was, you know, I was holding back tears. It was almost happy just tears. Pure I see, elation. I see. Final I hour. see when I see Spider Man walk out and he's like crawling up and his mask comes off. I'm always crying there. I was like, dude, he's back, baby. But then what got me is I see Cap sitting on the bench, and he's like, you can tell that he's a little, you know. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, no. And it shows him he's old, and I just get, like, the single tear going. And for some reason, it was, like, legit just single tear. Like, I just had tears coming out of one eye. And then I was like. It's because you're sweating. It might have been. And then I'm like, okay. If it just ends here. like I was, And then, like, the whole movie, I'm like, well, how can they end this? What is the final shot? 
and the then final it gets shots what got me dude. and then it gets to the final shot and i'm just a mess at that point and then my, <laughs> that's i'm just crying my i'm just crying and then at the end you know i'm sucking it up i'm watching the credits and then ellie ellie my girlfriend asked me she's like well what got you what got you and <laughs> i was like captain america dude the signatures at the end almost got me that was my two the two moments that made me like almost tear up was cap getting the hammer and that was a combination of being so happy and excited and like what a cool yeah just like overwhelmed with emotion but then that final shot and that was a combination of this is it this is the end of captain america and the whole 22 film franchise in a way yeah no it's it's for sure the end but it was a beautiful moment to see Cap finally get that last dance with his one true love. And, like, I don't know, man. That was a pretty powerful moment. It was, it was and so good. I don't even know. If, if it, even if you can pick apart the time uh, oh. time loop, doesn't make really sense. But, but just see, I'm, wor- I'm worth time paradoxes if I get that shot. And yep. I got that shot. For so. me. was the How was the framing, though? It was good. <laughs> for me. For me, it was the signatures that got me. That, that was, was good. the the end. It was their signing off. <laughs> yeah, and I really wish they would add a dip to black after Tony St- or Robert Downey Jr. And then they brought up a bigger signature with Stan, Stan Lee. Lee. That would have been great. Missed yeah. opportunity. Just I, added a couple. I didn't love the Stan Lee cameo in this one either. I did. Well, I think what they did is they did it a while back because they knew he was going to pass away. They filmed a bunch of cameos uh, to just put in the movies. So I'm assuming if had he been still alive, they would have had a better one where he talks to someone, has a little two sentence like into the Spider Verse almost. Of, yeah, instead of one throwaway line. Well, it was it was it, it was, was good fine. though too. Where he's what's like, his best cameo? Love... Into the Spider Verse. Into the Spider Verse because the line he says. Also, the one in Spider Man Three is really good. What does he say? You know what? I guess one man can make a difference. Yep. Enough said. I like the Captain up. Marvel one where he's reading the Mallrats script. Yeah, like that one like for that me, one. just I was like, no. I, I really like the one in the Amazing Spider-Man one. When he's oh, he's in the, the library. library with the yeah, on, that one's pretty great and too. They're fighting behind him. I thought that was cute. I didn't need the cameo to be the greatest thing in the world. No. That's fine. You know, as long as he's just in it, great. I loved when he I murdered just, Uncle Ben. I just ben. feel like it. They gave like he just died. He just passed away, and they really didn't give a big thank you in Captain Marvel when you have this movie like three months later. It's like yeah. you couldn't a have done later. anything. A you month. couldn't have like. Gave me any, like, a, like a signature they at the really, end. The signature would have been easy to do. A and thank they you, done it. Stan, yeah. something. But everyone missed my joke right there, but that's okay. I won't reset it. Podcast listeners. But yeah, I was, I was watching the credits. I'm like, how is it going through all these characters before it goes to, you know, the six Avengers? And then I was like, okay, that makes right. sense. Come on, Nate. All right. <clears throat> I think that... I mean, we just talked about a movie for, what, an hour and a half? Yeah. And all we could do is uh, just praise it and gush over it. I mean, it was really hard to talk it's about fun. the negative it was, stuff. We just it was the best right experience it. I've ever had in the theater. I think so for me, too. Yeah. Dunkirk's a close second. It's, it's I wasn't ashamed to cry. You know, I was no, like, yeah. it brought me to tears, and I Force didn't Awakens even wipe them away. I no, was yeah. just like, let me it too. go. Me, too. I was just let them sit. Yep. Force Awakens was another one up there oh, for me. Yeah, I'm excited for episode nine, because that's the end of that one, too. Well, one of, like... Probably like my favorite movie, like movie theater moment of all time, is looking over to Luca and him being like, "Dude, they're going back to all the movies, man." And I was like, "No way!" And then that's exactly. I what had they did. one. He predicted eighty percent of the movie. I had the one. I'm like, as soon as oh, I'm like, oh, they're going back to all. They're not just going back. They're going back to all the fucking movies, dude. 
It oh. was a shit. Oh, when Star Lord came back, baby. Oh, and he's singing, and then he was like, "Oh, so he's an idiot." <laughs> that, that I don't even like that line. Time. Like just the music, it, like it brings you back. Okay, we gotta cut it. Wait, oh Tyler, what were you gonna say? I cut you off. I can't. Remember. Good movie. You cut me off. Fun I just wanted, movie. Forgive. Before you cut it off, I just want to say, um, obviously, these last two movies are the biggest Avengers or Marvel movies that have come out, and I think a big part of that is Thanos. Mm-hmm. I think it just moving forward, it. It shows how important a villain is. Yeah. So hopefully, you don't need these big grand battles to have no. such a good superhero movie. Like the best ones all have great villains. I really think if they just focus on that, obviously we're not gonna love the new Avengers as much as the old ones. We're just not. But if you give us a good villain in all of them, that'll still keep bringing people in the theater. Yeah. They're still gonna come sure. and watch them. Luca, I'm a I'm agreeing with you on this. I really do respect what you just said. Thanks, buddy. Uh, thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Talent Brothers podcast. Sorry if you were expecting news and stuff and we just talked about sorry Endgame, but it was it was inevitable just like Thanos you know sorry if you were expecting a differing opinion from the four of us or yeah something like that. we all loved it's it as expected when we were hyping it up so listen and we can all acknowledge that the blocking was amazing in this movie I yeah I think roast it so. no. no I think so um but uh thanks Luca for coming on thanks for having me and it's uh, obvious you won't be back ever again and um <laughs> stay tuned <laughs> We we have waterworks round two. We have another uh, um, we have another major event happening Sunday. Let's and just we'll... do our battle for Winterfell preview right now for an hour. <laughs> and then uh... well, and I think our next big movie episode would probably like where it's we kind of talk about a lot with a guest uh, is going to be Godzilla, Godzilla, which is in about a month, I think, End or a little of less. Than, May twenty yeah. seventh. Pumped for that movie as well. Uh, yeah, that's going to be an IMAX treat. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back around Monday with uh talking about whoever dies at the Battle for Winterfell in our probably three-hour-long prediction podcast. So look forward to that. And uh, thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll be back next week.